dropping that knowledge on you. I could not make this shit up. With Kev Nash. Oh, Hercules, Hercules. And DJ Killer Kev. Uh-oh. Let me tell you, boys, you can't make that shit up. The inside. Real deal. Straight up. Are you crazy? Hottest <laughs> stories from the world of hip-hop. This is ludicrous. It's the big boss, Rick Rose. What up? It's your boy, Young Jeezy. This is 50 Cent. Sports. Some of those dogs were the most incredible dogs I've ever seen. And what's popping in the DYT. I couldn't make this shit up. I couldn't make this shit up if I tried. I'm sad that I lack the talent to make this shit up. Here's Kev Nash and DJ Killer Kev. Once again, it's on You Can't Make This Shit Up podcast. Kev Nash. Killer Kev. So much to talk about this week, Yo, man. this is, like, man, this week really, this was a week. Yeah, this is a big time week, It had a man. big crescendo at the end. It was, it was a week, <laughs> though. Woo. But what about that intro, though? Yeah, 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 man. I like that, man. Uh, that's real nice. That's make us real official right now. Yeah, yeah, Make sure yeah, y'all man. sharing this podcast with your friends and family, man. This is a great Monday morning, you know, Monday afternoon. Just that get back to the work week grind. This is something to listen to. So make sure y'all, you know, sharing this with your peers and your friends and family. No question. Shout out to the plug for the intro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Go keep him on. On ice, might right. have to have him on retainer. You know what I'm right. saying? Yeah, you can't <laughs> share that info yet. <laughs> Holla at me if you <laughs> you need an intro. I'll put you in context with the right people. <laughs> right. But the biggest news of the week, man, is obviously we lost Prince, man, man. At the age of 57. Came out of nowhere, didn't it? Out the blue. Dog. I mean, we all heard about the you know plane. You know, I'm a big news watcher, so I you know I'm Yahoo in the morning. I'm CNN. You know, I'm I'm that guy, but. Uh, you saw the whole plane uh, emergency landing. Mm-hmm. I think it was in Illinois about, yeah. about a week ago or somewhere around there, where they were saying flu-like symptoms. Mm-hmm. You knew he was. It's, stuff's been going around, man. Right. I was sick a couple weeks ago. Right. People at the stations been sick. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people been taking days off from work. But you yeah, know, my daughter complaining like, of a right, strep throat right now. Yeah, cats, cats <laughs> sick. You know, all right, man. Cats bounce back. You know, it's nothing. Yeah. But for him to just. A week later, man, just boom, gone. Oh, and it's gone. like, and it's like that's one of the gems. Like that's that's probably a Mount Rushmore individual as Absolutely. far as far as what he meant to music and to not just our people, but just music, man. Like he right. influenced so many artists, gave a lot of artists they they start. You know, like I was just doing some research over the weekend, just the uh, Sinead O'Connor song mm-hmm. he, he wrote. You know, and. He had a couple other artists that Wrote were song like for Alicia Keys too. I didn't yeah, even know that. Alicia Keys song. I saw that on there. It was just dope to see. Like, man, this dude really, this really, we lost a gem. Absolutely. And, and, and the crazy thing too with the uh, vanity being oh. for people who don't know vanity, that was like his eighties <laughs> extreme <of> <laughs> crazy crushes that they just kept doing their thing. So they was always off and on, off and on. But for her to die two months prior at the mm-hmm. same age, it's like they both died. At 57, boom. Hers oh. was obviously, they. I think they said it was due to a drug addiction. Mm-hmm. She had a drug overdose, if I'm a, if I'm not mistaken. And then Prince, you know, still to be determined, but, you know. It's crazy, that, man. That rumor's out there. The other rumors is out there. So it's like people want to know, but you know how he lives such a private life. Absolutely. Like, I just saw this morning that he's not having a, a burial. He's, he's getting himself cremated. Right, yeah. I know and not sharing the location. And like that, so. Uh, a lot of that stuff with him going to the hospital, you know, uh, his religious beliefs, you're not allowed to do certain things to the body okay. and things like that. And with the autopsy and everything, you're not allowed to do that in his religion. So yeah. I'm not even sure, like, what's going to happen. Like, uh, 
uh, Faith Daniels works on uh, 92.1. Mm-hmm. We were talking about it, and she was like, yeah, I bet you didn't even know he had a sister. I was like, first God's sister? Right, right. <laughs> I was like, who who knew? Right. I didn't even know about his whole location, like where he lived, his ranch or whatever he had going on, how they were saying that he had like a full stage mm-hmm. with light so he could really do a rehearsal with the band. He had to go nowhere. He had an apartment that was plush right above it. Like, I mean, yeah, everything. He, it was like his never, uh, uh, Neverland Ranch, right. you know? It was like True triple OG yeah, this is how This is how it happened for me. I was at, at the station. Is uh my show was winding up. It's a, probably about one twenty. You know, you get your little Twitter notification. Twitter notification starts blowing up, blowing up, blowing yeah. up, blowing. Up. I'm like, dang, what the hell? So I look. First joint I see is TMZ. Prince reportedly uh found dead at the age of fifty seven. I'm like, huh? You know how in the world we live in. This goes great with our last week's topic, man. Uh-huh. The world we live in. When that happens, I know for me. I have to go search a source that I believe in. Mm-hmm. So like, no matter what that shared in, like I have to actually go to TMZ and look for yep. myself or I have to go to CNN or I have to go to Double check wherever. sources. It's like, cause after that, <laughs> I immediately went to, uh, CNN and then I went to, uh, what did I go to? MTV news. Yeah. And, uh, eventually the reports came out and they were true. And it was, uh, right before my last break. So I went and told Ryan, I was like, yo, Drake, man, yo, Prince gone. It's like gone where? <laughs> yeah, like, exactly, like, exactly. It's like man, they said he died. It's <laughs> like get the fuck out of here. I'm like straight up. So you know, I announced it to the city or whatever, and lines blew up. Like man, stop playing, stop lying. Yeah. And you know, then more information just started trickling in. And the way you know Prince is is a major factor on music. Period, man. I've been working at Hot One Two Nine for a minute. Yeah. And there's only a certain people that stop the airway stop what we do yeah because you know there's no secret man we play the hits yeah period point blank we play the hit records and that's it you know what i'm saying you want to hear a hit record turn on high one or two nine yeah it was only michael jackson and prince that made us break format you know what i'm saying yeah that's crazy so we we threw on some prints man for the noon throwback on friday and uh, you know, we lost a great one, man. Yeah. I was just thinking, like, man, Purple Rain, dog. I used Yo. to watch that every day, man. Yo, me and the wife just this morning just watched that this morning. It was on MTV this morning. We just literally, I rolled over like eight o'clock and just was flipping channels and saw it and was like, and I just stayed awake and we just watched it, watched that whole movie again just to be like, "Yo, this is crazy." It's crazy I heard there, I heard man. that uh, there's like, I think it was AMC movie theaters, just mm-hmm. like a. 80 or 90 theaters, I think it was, that was going to show the movie over the next week or two. So, you know, when they, like you said, people start changing their format on how they make, you know, this this is a business that makes millions of dollars mm-hmm. somewhere down the line. You know, right. so for people to make those type of drastic decisions, you know, it's like we lost a a genius. A, Absolutely. Got to pay staple. homage, man. Yeah, Got to so pay homage to the great Definitely Prince. rest in peace. What's your Prince? favorite Prince joint? Yo, man, I'm, I like Adore. That, so just, many, yeah, so yeah. many hits on deck. I, I mean, I can name a lot. I like uh, Red Red Corvette. Um, man, it's a, it's a couple of and then the auto, you know, the Purple Rains. The man, I'm a Doves Cry fanatic. Yeah, dog. that's yeah, my definitely. joint. Doves Cry, definitely, definitely. So that video. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everybody know that motorcycle scene. <laughs> if you ain't, you got, you have to be from a certain era to really right, just recall right. that stuff. So absolutely, man, and uh. Another thing about Prince was 
the the impact that he had just like on people music today the biggest thing that uh i was talking to uh my mom and my uncle about with prince like they asked me so like so who's who's from your era that the world's gonna stop like this for yeah who who's that artist and the only person i could think of would be a beyonce yeah. That's like the only person I could say that is universally loved by everybody and that would, you know, make people like, oh, snap, what the fuck, Beyonce passed Right, away. she's at the top of the list of, like, our era's biggest star. Mm-hmm. You know, like, she just this weekend got HBO free for people to go watch her Lemonade mm-hmm. Hour video that I low-key fell asleep on. It was, <laughs> it was just, I don't know, it was, for me, it was just a lot going on and it wasn't like what are we watching this for like is right. this is this some, just some just some movie just let's just make a quick hour r kelly you know uh i didn't watch it i didn't watch it. i kelly taped movie it or? i was watching uh the playoffs, nba playoffs up uh, i taped it for wifey so i'm sure i have a, a full detailed report by the time i get home yeah <laughs> she probably didn't watch it like two or three times i'm sure the, the women the loved move. it somewhere <laughs> All right. I guess it's like an album too, right? Yeah. I, I'm, apparently it's an album. I got lost because the first half it felt like she was talking about getting a divorce. And, and then, not to ruin it, but then <laughs> some, okay. somewhere down the line. <laughs> no disrespect, B. But <laughs> somewhere I, down the line it felt like she was talking about her mom maybe and her mom getting a divorce. Like It left too many questions for me. Me not to be an avid Beyonce follower. It's like <laughs> you ain't part of the hive. It wasn't like you could just turn on Sports Center <laughs> the next day and get the highlights and, and keep it moving. Like I'm, I, I'm, I'm lacking some of the highlights. So, okay. So it's definitely uh something that us. Uh, I'm sure somebody will share on Facebook this week. And yeah, you know that. I'll be able to piece breakdown. it all together, <laughs> right? <laughs> no, no, people of the beehive, right? Is, man. Hell yeah. But damn, man, I'm still tripping on Prince, man. That's yeah, just... man, that's a loss, man. I just. I was looking this morning, I was looking over some music and just seeing like what Prince songs I had and just like going through some of this stuff. And it's like, yo, I play a lot of these songs at weddings, like the I Want to Be Your Lover, like stuff like mm-hmm. that that I really, you know, yearly play at, you know, dinner time at weddings or at just some point, there's certain songs that I just got to play, you know, to get me in a vibe. And, you know, I just look at some of these, some of the list this morning and it's like, yo, this dude really, and it felt like, it felt like when, because he's had some new records come out mm-hmm. here recently, but when you think of Prince as a whole, it's like just this era. Mm-hmm. It's just the era that he just dominated. Dominated. And uniquely made his own flavor too. Like, I, you see you see the memes online and stuff. Bruh. I saw one where it was like, he's the only dude that could steal your chick in <laughs> heels and a blouse. <laughs> and like, you really think about that. Like, me and my wife have, having just a general, general conversation, but like, like I'm not confident that Prince couldn't plug the wife real quick if he want. You know what I'm saying? Like, dude, like it just it's felt, the man in the streets. Yeah, man. it's like women. Women liked him. Women still wanted to do him. And like he dudes didn't really like dudes like liked his music, but never got into like they yeah. always stopped. It, it always cut off somewhere for him. Like doing too much now, you know. But you never that never dominated the right. music he was making. That was never the center of why you liked or disliked Prince. Like you generally. Most people can name a Prince song that they like. I had coworkers walking past me in the hallway, like, "What's your favorite Prince song?" And it's like older white women, you know. This mm-hmm. is like just people. Just this is a person that affected a lot of people with just his music. So that's, that's dope. But a in the same time, definitely, too, man. Yeah. I was uh, oh I, man, I was reading on his very first album. He wrote, arranged, played every instrument on the album, dog. 
Like, yo. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> that's crazy to just think about how like producers now today, you know, everything's synthetic. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I guess remember when uh Dr. Dre dropped the uh, Compton Compton album, uh it was a big to do because it was live instrumentation. Right. And you saw like that real to real recording yeah. and all that. And just to think like somebody play every instrument. So he went in there, played the drums, then went in there, played the guitar, then went in there, played whatever to make one track and then came back and sung on the song. Yeah. I, I really <laughs> feel like the engineer right there could have been like me. Like you literally just playing and record <laughs> and you just making sure the, the levels is cool. Like right. <laughs> there's nothing else you're doing for engineer. If he's doing all that, like <laughs> just sit back like, and wait could for you the just check. imagine being that guy sitting there watching him just bounce from instrument to instrument and, I don't think it took that long, you know, I no. think because he was a gifted, just a musician. So like, those are things I wish we got to see, you know, how like mm-hmm. you, you might see the old footages of Stevie. Right. When he was younger doing this thing, or you might see the old Motown clips of people. So you can kind of imagine what that feels like or what that looks like. But it's certain people that you wish you could just have that VH1 behind the scenes right. and just really get into like them. Cause you like their music enough to want to know more about them as right. a fan. I'm, I'm huge into that. I love, like, I love YouTube and old documentaries about music, or not even just music, even, like, uh, behind the scenes, making them movies. I love how things are made and, you know what I'm saying, get that inside scoop from, like, well, this is why this decision was made. Like, you know, for instance, uh, why they cut a scene out of a movie or, you know, uh, George Lucas added a scene to Star Wars and stuff like that just to get that inside to understand like how great minds think man yeah. and if you know back then I'm sure they weren't thinking of like oh man we need to document this this is great right I'm sure they was just thinking oh man that's Prince doing his thing yeah we're just living in this moment yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> in the moment in the moment yeah. and that's and that's the thing that we don't do nowadays is live in the moment we're so into our phones and Snapchat and taking a picture of you know what I'm saying sharing it with the world but I love that for the simple fact that I can go back and find out, like, all right, why did they make it like this? Or yeah. why was this made like this? Or what what decision went into this? And who who discovered this person? Who What made you say, like, yo, that person's going to be a star? Right. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah, I love yeah. that stuff, man. Yeah, like I, that, I really that rookie year, I would love to see, like, when they finally, like, you had that moment where people wanted wanted them wanted them to, you know, perform at their, you know, talent shows or whatever right. they were doing back in that time. But just to see that, that growth and – and and how and how it happened for them that would be dope for me to watch absolutely sure. man so what uh you DJing something real soon right yeah man i got a little little gig at delish that i'm doing for the wife it's uh her sorority uh tagged up with kurt with the upscale entertainment and uh first saturday at delish okay. i'm i'm on i'm on a ticket so they they're bringing me out the back cave. I'm, <laughs> I'm bringing the i'm bringing the mixer out to the streets for the really oh, first okay that's right the you first time jump. so i've been I've been at home plotting on that, getting ready for that, and uh, definitely gonna have a good time. It gotta time, be a man. big event for DJ Killer Caddy at the club, you know? Yeah, I just you, you know you I just sprinkle. Yeah, now. I just sprinkle, man. I just sprinkle <laughs> a little bit here and there just to stay afloat, just to keep my name around the city. But I'm just, you know, there's no shade to no one that's doing what they're doing. But it's just for me, man. Coming from the Michaels, the 500s, a thousand people. You know, our first Fridays to the cream that was four, five hundred people every night, mm-hmm. open till four, strippers on one side. <laughs> part like coming from just that vibe for so long, it's like this stuff to me is like, man, it's cool for what we got. We don't have much, you know. City of Dayton ain't really playing with how they want these clubs to be in the Ooh. city right now, but you know, 
for what we got, man, you know, you got it. Somebody has to do it. Somebody got to rock it, and they they doing their thing. Al's been doing his thing. Absolutely. Ron, Swift, you know, Ty's still out there. So, OPZ definitely still up in Columbus and Dayton holding it down. So, we you still brought up a the, good point, man, about the club scene in, in the city right now, man. No. It, is there a club scene? That's that's my main question because I I, I I got some some thoughts on that. You think it's a club scene in the city? I think one of the dope things about being a DJ is you're the first one there and you're normally the last one there. Mm -hmm. So you kind of can hear some of the conversations on the early side that staff could be having, or you can be, you know, you kind of pick up on what's going on with a certain club, you know, Mm -hmm. at at a certain point when you start having dead nights and dead nights, you know, you just start feeling out what's going on. And I feel like the city of Dayton just don't want black clubs in the city. You know, Mm -hmm. they, they're building hotels down there now across right. from the Dragon Stadiums. They're building, you know, they got the Schuster apartments are supposed to be like the lavish apartments, you know, the <laughs> hey, couple, not, couple stacks. Not the sidetracking, <laughs> not the sidetracking, but don't sleep, man. This city is on the rise again, dog. Yeah. Dayton and Detroit, I'm telling you, within the next eight years, yeah, it's, it's going to be on. Money going to be in the city. <laughs> Absolutely, Because dog. If you don't know anything, man, do your research. Read about the companies that are coming to Dayton and Detroit, man. You read up on those companies. Those are big-time companies that are bringing jobs back to the cities, manufacturing jobs, jobs that, right. you know what I'm saying, that were previously here, and but that's they're what, just in a different different element. Exactly. So that's great for the city. Yeah. But back to the yeah. club thing. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to the city for that. Yeah, but yeah. I got something else for the city. Right. But I, I just think with all that going on, they just, I mean, I've been – actively in the club since you know we'll just say cream mm-hmm. to keep it easy you know i did i did a couple of frog nights at the end i think i did an mj night at the end but basically cream and uh and i was just rocking with opz right you know? and coming from that you know the a-list run mm-hmm. you know and the whole thing that happened with the a-list you know i <laughs> felt like this is just a little subtitle i guess you would say that what we're talking about but i felt like when that whole central state thing happened with the young man that got, you know, tragically mm-hmm. murdered, I felt like that the media held on to the fact that he was just a, a central state player. Mm-hmm. but really didn't get some of the story of maybe how him and his friends were interacting in the club prior to maybe right. what happened to lead up to the confrontation with the individual, maybe what happened prior to and people that were there that were DJing there mm-hmm. that could maybe, you know, Maybe was just there getting a drink, you know. Can can kind of there's a different story too, right? You know, and, and yes, it got escalated to a to a certain point, but there's a backstory too, you know. Okay. And but when that happened, you know, it's they 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 bite on something, and we want this club out of here, and we started giving more and more trouble, start popping up, just being a being harassing basically the business mm-hmm. until the business finally has a weak moment in its. And whatever, and something happened, right? You know, whether it be underage, whether something happens to where the business is now, the city got the trump card, right? You know, so with that happening, and then you know they bounce back, has the uh, envy for a second, Mm -hmm. and then you look at even like the '88, what used to be across from the Dragon Stadium, like they really got bumped out. Now that's a Care source building and mm-hmm. and apartment. Oh, I remember '88 yeah. and like stuff. That, they only had like a summer run. They yeah, didn't I mean, have yeah. a full year run. Yeah, they had like 
maybe 20 dope parties, you know, like, and, and they kind of bounced. I think they bounced around for maybe like two or three years. Okay. Cause they used to be actually over, um, where Uno's is downtown. Okay. They used to be there. Okay. And then they kind of bounced over to this one. So they had a little run where they had like first Friday used to be there a little bit mm. and some events, but you know, the, their biggest run when they got their own building over there right. across from the dragon stadium. And, you know, I remember that was the first gig I ever did live video DJing where, you know, as I'm scratching, the video is manipulating to what mm-hmm. I'm doing. You know, I did a party there like that. And there's some events there where I think they got, you know, forced out because of what was happening with the dragons, what was happening mm-hmm. with the around that area. They want they want Dayton to be a different feel. They want to entice people to bring their companies, bring their right. families, like you say, with the with the you know cost of some of these warehouse buildings that used to be like the staple of what the 70s and 80s was around what the six you know manufacturing jobs people having a job they can provide for their family you know all that is kind of coming back mm-hmm. but i think they have to remake something they don't want dating the news for another shooting downtown right absolutely they want downtown to not have no problems <laughs> absolutely now backstory on me i've been in dayton ohio since the fall of 1997. That's how college people talk. They talk in yeah, seasons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I was a freshman at Wright State. My first going out experience in Dayton was at Spunky's. Yeah. So you know what I'm saying? I'm at Spunky's. I'm like, I heard about this place. You know, you know what I'm saying? You got people that, that are from Dayton that go to Wright State. Like, oh, man, Spunky's a spot. Spunky's a spot. Blah, blah, blah. So, you know, I experienced Spunky's. You know what I'm saying? I experienced Tiffany's. Yeah. You know, I experienced El Diablo. I experienced a hot spot in Huber Heights before. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, all these clubs and everything I've experienced. And can we can leave out the foundry though? Oh yeah, absolutely. Can't foundry, leave out the foundry. Foundry. Oh my goodness. That <laughs> used to go crazy. Yeah, sorry, I had to get and, <laughs> Especially when they bring brought artists to town too. Yes, man. Sir. I remember they brought Ross. Whew. Yeah, I remember they brought Trey Songs. Yeah, man. Trey Songs needed to perform. I was sitting in the VIP. There's a quick, 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 quick story. I was sitting in the VIP with Trey Songs. He came, the money wasn't right. He had like 10 chicks on the couch. <laughs> Set for like a half hour. He was still braided up then. And uh literally got up and was like, fuck it, let's go. And like left with like a couple dating chicks and a couple he had with him. And he probably had 10, 15 chicks on the bus. So they just pulled off. I watched Trigger. the whole thing go down. Mr. Like, steal your girl right. Like that was for real. And I was like, yo, because I, I knew a face or two that was on that bus. <laughs> and I was like, yo. And they probably listening to this podcast. <laughs> we remember. <laughs> yeah. That's that like, is funny. I used to be the party kicking the dude before I was the DJ. So yeah, man. I used to be out in the streets, too. Out in these streets. <laughs> and and that's what it is, man. Like like you were saying, like now downtown, they want nothing going wrong. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You have, you know what I'm saying, uh, in the news, you saw Delish. Uh, they're working with the city right. to make sure they keep their liquor license and everything like that. Because. You know what I'm saying? Delish isn't a club. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's a restaurant it's first. It's a restaurant first, a lounge second. And you know what I'm saying? They obviously supplement, you know what I'm saying, income or generate revenue by having promoters come in, do club nights right. or whatever. And they stay open until two, three, whatever in the morning. Right. And it's the incidents that happen after outside of their place. That, that doesn't just, even prove that the person was inside their right. place, you know, maybe drinking. They could have been drinking somewhere else pulled up to a city-owned parking lot mm-hmm. and, you know, something happened. But because outside of an establishment that's close by, they have to manage that too. So I don't understand how the, a club has to put their security in danger. Right. You know, they, you know, they have to go manage a parking lot where you don't know who's in a what car with what illegal tenant windows doing what, you right. know, and it's, 
it's way more to it, you know. Right, and, you and it's always on the club. It seems like it's always something like that that happens or is reported on, I should say, uh, that happens downtown. But I know for a fact things happen inside the Oregon district. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. they're not reported on as heavily. No. That's the that's what I go back to the media, man. The media can make things appear to be so one way. And this with so many topics other than what we're talking about, just right. in general. Like you have to really find out for yourself. And so many people just fall into like, well, my grandma said, you know, or right. you know and, what and, they said on channel. Yeah, 7. and, and <laughs> yeah, channel seven said this, and it's like yeah, part of that could be true. But what's the whole story? The like, whole is there anything story. else that they're leaving out that could possibly, you know, change your opinion? Right. So don't just rely on that one source all the time. And I think the biggest thing for me is, you know, a lot of a lot of promoters are doing stuff at union halls now. Yeah. Shout out to them. But you know what I'm saying? Things are happening out there also. Oh yeah. But the thing about it is those things aren't reported on as heavily. And, you know, I think the police on that side of town, where these union union halls are located, they're not more or less worried about, you know what I'm saying, what's happening in those union halls. They're worried about real crime. Right. Well, as opposed to, you know what I'm saying, it seems like it's a mandate to like, all right, if anything pops off downtown Dayton, we got to know about it. We got to report it. We got to let everybody know what's going on. So to keep this element, we should say, from happening downtown, man, right. to try to bring these businesses back. It's a sticky situation, man, because, yeah. I mean, we as a city need need things to happen. Right. But as a, you know what I'm saying, entertainment thing, you know, hey, man, people want to go out. People want to have a good time. They want to, you know what I'm saying, go and enjoy themselves yeah. in a peaceful environment. So I just wonder where you come off on that, man. I mean, like, I, it's sad, kind of, because, like, like you say, there's spots that really need it, that we need it, you know, like, the one I can't think, I think the vault, like, that was, mm, that was a dope spot. People fair. put a lot of time into re- reconstructing that building, you know, putting, you know, the, I remember going in there when they were still hammering on the walls and building the bar, like, they put some time into that, and, you know, a couple incidents happened, you know, well, whether it be business incidents or whether it be you know is police it the people, is it partially maybe the owners don't have all their ducks in a row I, I i think when it comes down to it man i think and this ain't no like it's not shade or nothing i think this is, is what it is the cost of keeping a dope dope business dope mm-hmm. for a extensive period of time like you have to have great nights and just have people flowing in there every weekend or you have to have some money uh, on uh, of your own to be able to pay the five to ten to fifteen thousand to bring so and so, and you might only make ten or twelve of that back. So you you know a lot of people don't realize a lot of these owners sometimes they lose a little bit. Yeah. Just to just to make the club feel like yo, there's still a place to be. Like, right. Like there's not always you know just because the place is deep and you pay twenty for your ticket. Don't mean that add up to what it costs to bring a so and so artist. You know, you right. try to catch the ones that's up and coming that's gonna buzz out. And I can remember, you know, the Rick Ross is coming through. I can remember the the plies is coming mm-hmm. through, and you know, all those things back at Cream and all that. And it was like a lot of times, you know, and it was working off one record. Yeah, yeah. A lot of times though, you 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 break even is a win. Right. You know, you if you come close to breaking even, you win. You know, <laughs> you know, if you can spend. 13,000 collectively for the flight, the room, the person, you know, all that and get back 12, you might 
take that thousand dollar loss knowing that next week when you just got three thousand on the line in liquor, mm-hmm. you're gonna make five back. Right. You know, so now we now we back to even, you know. So little things like that just I think owners owners have that, but you need that little extra on top to make the club last. Mm-hmm. And it, once once one thing starts failing for you, it always seems like the club starts breaking off of what they intended to be. <laughs> yeah. They go into a lane that, you know, looking for that quick buck to keep the lights on and keep things afloat. Yeah, or, what do you do as a business? Yeah, owner, like man. you have to just You got like, bills. Exactly, you know. <laughs> and you want your club to look a certain way, have a certain vibe, you know. The TV's got to keep working. Yeah. You know, the the lights got to stay on. The the sound got to, you know, the speaker blow. We got to we got to get the speaker fixed in a week. Right. We don't want, you know, and that's the one thing that clubs around here, just a little PSA. <laughs> Put a little more tender love and care into your speakers more than your bar stools. Like, I would just appreciate nice, dope sound, <laughs> a monitor, you know, something to hear what I'm doing. You know, ha- have that DJ. DJ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have that DJ be comfortable versus the sound system is rigged up. Because you know it's your fault if the club ain't rocking. You know yeah, that, Yeah, right? it's all, yeah. <laughs> the DJ's everything, but the person that gets the respect. You know, we'll leave it at that. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> yeah, man, it's got to be difficult for uh, a business owner, especially a club owner. Uh, for like, you know what I'm saying, like a very word, a black club, a hip-hop club or whatever. Because, you know what I'm saying, we are finical when we go out. You know yeah. what I'm saying? like, And it's changed. It changed so much. It's like when, when we were younger in our college days and years, I can remember you, you know, you might pregame at the house. Mm-hmm. If you left by 10, 10, 30, you know, you, you would want to be there by 11. Yes, sir. You know, if you got there between 11 and 12, you're probably waiting if you got there between 12 and whatever, you might have had a little money to skip the line, but, you know, it was deep. Yeah. And now it's like people don't even want to really get there to 12, 12, Why 30. is that? I don't know. I think everybody just wants to feel like they are. I, I think the inner, this is maybe could be next week's topic that I want to maybe touch on, but I feel like people maybe come out to, you know, present themselves in a certain way and mm-hmm. have, have a certain level of respect. maybe and maybe and maybe want and want to feel a certain way right but i think they just rather be too cool they ain't coming out ain't coming out to just dance and have a good time like we used to to yeah we used to you know you 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 will leave a club sweating like you done hooped for three hours (laughs) you know like i mean it's been nice with columbia i can remember i'm coming out Beat her own shirt, yeah. lost. I don't know where it's at. You know, like we used to, you know, to come out and just have a good time. And it was never, you had your club fights, you know, all those mm. things. But it wasn't like you didn't go there. Like it was only a few certain spots you'd be like, they're probably going to fight tonight. <laughs> For the most part, you was like, we should be cool to have a good time here tonight. You know, right. like you have places to go that you didn't have to worry about that. And now it's like everybody too cool and dating so small. Everybody fucking everybody. I'm going to go ahead and just say it. You know, <laughs> everybody's fucking everybody. So then, so and so got feelings, this, 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 and now you gotta be this and this, and then it just it just blows up into something so extra. Everything is just over the top with everything. So the party in me, I just think it don't people just got a different vibe when they go out. That's our age. You know, we ain't we ain't trying to be twenty two and getting drunk and some people are, but mm-hmm. you know, we the majority is like we just have, have a couple of drinks, see who out, say what's up to a few people. Gotta get go to work in the morning, you know, Absolutely. or gotta gotta go home and do this in the morning. So People with goals is what I like to call y'all. <laughs> and since we make a PSAs, man, I know a lot of younger uh, cats that go out heavy. 
And uh, you know what I'm saying? I know it's a couple of younger DJs, man. Respect the DJ, man. They if they in there rocking, getting down, and you know they getting down. Don't be too cool to dance, man. You there to have a good time. Yeah, man. yeah. It's cool to get your pics for the gram, and you know what I'm saying. If you if you got it like that, you and you are a VIP, you in VIP. It's cool to dance. Yeah, it's cool to have a good time. Hey, man, I, I was born with two left feet. I can't dance to save my life. <laughs> but best believe, when I was a, a club fanatic, I was out there. Yeah, having a good time, man. And you know what I'm saying? Like you said, man. It the the worst thing about the club going experience, man, is people that think they too cool man you can't know, be too cool to have a good time man yeah just have a good time let your hair down you worked all week you done went to school all week whatever the case may be man go enjoy yourself yeah. man don't don't let the phone or what's going on on facebook if you wanted to look at facebook stay your ass at home exactly why would you pay to look at facebook exactly <laughs> people want to just get that dream beyond beyond on the ground taking a picture of their drink you know like <laughs> Just like you, like you were saying, man. Just enjoy being out. Like, and one thing I've been like low key over the last maybe six months of the gigs I've had, I've noticed that people, you know, when the new music that they maybe want to hear, you mm -hmm. know, there's a few artists that get you going, but once you get to that certain level of either drunkness or <laughs> your vibe is different, it's always the music that we grew up listening to. The the juvie, like just that era, mm -hmm. that that ninety seven to like oh five era of music that always works for yeah. both people. It works for the for the eighteen. It works. I I did a sweet sixteen that had three hundred people there. Three hundred three hundred sixteen year olds. I'm playing crush on you. I get money. I'm playing Ja Rule. I mean, I'm playing stuff that we will rock to, and they know every word. And That's they, crazy. And they vibe is just as, as real as when I play the Panda, when I play the Future, when I play, you know, whatever. Like, when I play the song that they just got to hear, uh -huh. it's like the vibe is still there. So it's, that part is a little encouraging to know that, like, because I consider myself, I touch a certain different element at every gig. Mm -hmm. You know, I'll play some what I call early party hits. I'll play the hits. I'll take us back to when we was young in high school having a good time. Touch on a few slow jams on the way out the door, boom. I mm -hmm. keep the format pretty simple. You know, right. I don't really, you know, I might d dive in a little deeper into certain avenues, but for the, that's basically my format. Right. And then I think, you know, that that kind of, you it gives you the ability to touch on so much music and it don't have to always be the same hundred songs that we, right. that we used to hearing in the city. So I like to, you know, just bounce them around a little bit and see what works, see what don't. Yeah, you 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 brought up uh, one of my things I wanted to ask you about the homie designer, Fender, 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 Fender. <laughs> now, I was doing some research on the young homie man. Uh -huh. He signed the good music. Okay, got found out found by uh one of my favorite rappers, Pusha T, and uh yay, so they signed him up. Now the Panda song. <sighs> he he. <laughs> He paid $200 for the beat. Yo. $200 for the beat, man. Then he I said it this. took him like two or three months to write the song. Right. And I guess it came out in December. I heard it in January. I'm like, yo, this beat is crazy. What the fuck is he talking about, though? <laughs> right, yeah. So, you know, I do more research. I find out. I see the lyrics. So I'm reading the lyrics. And as I'm reading the lyrics, I'm like, oh, okay. Black X6, man, yeah. what is it? Okay, okay, I got you, I got you. And then it dawns on me, yo, there's one verse. 
The song is one fucking verse. One verse. People don't even realize that. It took you three months to write one verse, yo. <laughs> Off a $200 beat. And you out here eating in the streets right now. Oh, man. Now, another behind the scenes. You know, I work at the radio station, Howard 29. And, you know, talk to our PD about, you know what I'm saying, what type of shows we can bring to town. Who can we get? This is in January. This is in January. I'm like, yo, Drake, that dude, designer, Panda. He's like, I ain't hip. Played it for him. He's like, I like the beat, but what the hell is he talking about? <laughs> uh, he's talking about a car. This, that, that, who cares? He's like, uh, let me see what I can do. He reaching out you know, to, to the labels and everything like that. In January, mm. he's $5,000. Mm. Mm. We add his joint. Mm, let me see, it was about what's today? It's about to be eh. so we added in the beginning of April. You know what I'm saying? It's, the song is getting steam, it's yeah. bubbling. We got an event that we aiming for with the station. Well, shoot, at Vex Ultimate Ladies Night. Make sure y'all come out uh, yeah, yeah. next Saturday. So we looking for artists to bring in. Angela Yeezy, she's gonna be there too. Yeah, so to uh we reach out again, like, yo, we added the joint. Song bubbing. 15. Woo. 15. Mm, and that, 15. And I probably was doing that search not even two, three months later, probably. Yeah. Two months later, 15. Mm. Number two song did in anybody, the country right now. Did anybody remember you uh, bringing that up in January? Oh, absolutely. You oh, okay. know I always bring up my wins. <laughs> I always bring up my wins. I also brought up uh, Dreezy. She's going to be performing at Ultimate Ladies Night. Make sure y'all come on out for that. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I brought that up. You know what I'm saying? She got a top 15 record in the country right now. But right. yeah, man, homie got the number two song in the country. And y'all could have had him locked in for the five. For the five. For the five, for the low. Mm. But the for $200 <laughs> he made this song. But now he's getting 15. 15 a show. So the question is. The what first the show is he-, he won. <laughs> the first person to give him 15 he won. So that's just a little <laughs> shout out to all the um inspiring artists out there, man. It can be done. Yeah, and, and the thing is Make a smoker. Get I, a smoker. I'm to the point now, man, where let it be just that three or four month run. <laughs> Do you realize how much money if he just goes out and does shows? He could bring in probably half a million just grinding. Say fuck it. Like And yo, that's what paying everybody Thursday. That, if the Friday, beat costs two hundred your staff is not, your staff is still in that $5,000 budget. Mm-hmm. If five was working and just two months later we had 15, no one got a $10,000 raise across the board. Right. A few people I might I did. I'm the one up there doing <laughs> exactly. that damn song. So everybody's still getting, the DJ's still getting five, <laughs> the band's still getting 15, you know, like whatever, however, the Man, manager's getting the this, getting that. I song on my phone, plug this shit in, let's go. <laughs> I'm telling you, you can grind and then, if if round two don't work out like like everybody thinks they round two gonna work right. out, at least you ran this five hundred thousand a half a meal in a summer. Oh, like, yeah, that could change your it. life. He's gonna change the history of your it. family right there. Like, he's gonna get it, man. Like so, people gotta be, so serious. People are ashamed of that little give me give me six months in the light. You know? Think about it. you think about uh what's old boy? Um go with all of my chain. Yeah. What's dude name? I forget. Uh, uh, See how that uh, work? Um, 
Y'all know the fuck we talking about. Yeah, damn. What is his name? Uh, Trinidad James. There we go. Wow, nah, we had a moment. Yeah, <laughs> literally. It was actually some other joints on the EP that I did like. Yeah. But nothing ever, nothing else ever stuck. So he yeah. had one song. And Silento got one foot on the cliff. God. Silento is about to fall if he don't catch something quick. You're going to just be the, add it to the uh, what I call line dance folder. <laughs> it's it's gonna be the wobble. It's gonna be the <laughs> cupid. You're gonna be in oh, that you folder. This joint? You're gonna be in that folder. <laughs> oh man, what a run! What a run! Yeah, man. but like, hey, eat to, off your run. <laughs> you better, cause if you don't, what else you gonna do? Yeah, I mean, can't make this shit up. You can't make it up. You literally cannot make this shit up. My res took that took that no hitter on the chin. Yeah, yeah. Lost sixteen zero to the Cubs, biggest no hitter <laughs> win in like a hundred years. They were saying, you know, that sounds about right for my red big red machine. <laughs> yeah, they not they not that big red machine. Not right no now, more. <laughs> yeah, I'm still holding on to the hope. Absolutely, but I want to touch on this uh, ultimate ladies' night, man. Oh yeah. So you know, the station is always looking to do stuff. You know what I'm saying? People may feel some type of way like, oh, how would you not don't do enough? Look. We surely do try. Right. So the main, the, the key word here is support. Right. <laughs> if you come out and it's a great success, that enables us to do more. Right. You know what I'm saying? So Dreezy, she got the number one. She got a number one record out right now with the homie Jeremiah mm-hmm. called Body. She's going to be performing. Angela Yee from the Breakfast Club. She's coming to town. You know what I'm saying? That's you dope. get to meet and greet with Yee. Yeah, I need you know to shake Yee's hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get, I'm getting a lot of requests from everybody. Shout out <laughs> to DJ Tay. You know what I'm saying? He hit me up like, yo, I need a meter and I need a drop. I was like, I got you right. on the drop for right. sure. The drop I, I can get. Right. The meet, I'm not sure. I'm not sure about that. Also that weekend, man, uh, 50's going to be in town. Yeah. Um, 50 Cent going to be in Dayton. Signing Ohio. liquor bottles up there at uh, You had to have yet? I haven't. I haven't had it yet, I man. I haven't had it. Shout out to my cousin D. He gets busy with the F and vodka. Not, not tried it yet, but 50 Cent going to be in 937, man. How about that? Yeah, that's crazy. He stopping by? Man, we trying to reach <laughs> out to the brother. As you can imagine, he's very hard to get in contact with. Oh, yeah, with, I'm sure. But, uh, you know, he's going to be at Arrow Wine up there in Centerville, man. So I might have to make a little run over there. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Go ahead, cop me a bottle, get my, get my pick for the Absolutely. 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 That's like, what we're doing for. Give me a drop while you're here. That's dog. what we're doing for. <laughs> Worst they're going to say is no. Exactly, man. <laughs> but yeah, man, it's a lot of things popping in the city, man. I mean, you know, people always go to Columbus and go to Cincinnati because obviously those cities have more things going on. But there's a lot going on yeah, here, Dayton man. Is, Dayton is, they're, they're up at bat and they're swinging. They're, yeah. they're, they ain't taking a pitch, you know. They, nah. They're working on doing stuff. It's just like you say, support is needed. You know, you can't you can't come to the club at twelve thirty or one o'clock, get and get two drinks, you know, and <laughs> the bar has been having one or two people all night rotating in and out, you know, like support them. If you're gonna come out, come out. If you like the DJ eleven, come out. You know, DJ been there since ten. Right. What do you think he's been doing for two hours <laughs> other than standing there like yo, waiting what the for fuck? y'all to come. <laughs> yeah, it's like whatever he had energy built up or or ready to get in this zone that zone like he still might rock out for them 20 30 people but he wished that everybody would have got there on time so then he's trying to squeeze everything into an hour talk about that real quick though for a dj like people think and you know what i'm saying 
patrons of a club and, you know what I'm saying, club owners and promoters, man, they look at y'all and just think it's a jukebox. Oh, man. But it's so <laughs> much that goes into it, man. Like hey, like man. I said before, like I'm nowhere near on, you know what I'm saying, y'all level to be DJing stuff, but I do like super smaller stuff. You know what I'm saying? Stuff that I can handle. Like right. I'm not definitely not ready to rock a club or nothing like that. But, you know, standing on your feet for five hours, yeah. dog. I mean, it's a lot. Like even even like weddings, bringing all your speakers, you know, you have to carry your speakers. Some people have, I did a spot in Cincinnati, man. It was like 30 steps up and no elevator. And I mean, lugging all this stuff. It's like, you have to even, I personally, I plan to set up my stuff like the morning of, mm-hmm. sometimes the day before if possible, if, you know, the, the spaces and security is provided, you uh-huh. know, and all that stuff. But it's like, people don't realize I'm giving y'all, you know, hours of setup. Mm-hmm. I'm giving you hours on my feet. I'm hosting your 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 event. I'm announcing your wedding. Like I'm running your wedding for you. Right. Making sure it goes smooth. Not letting you forget. Oh damn, we ain't do the bouquet yet because right. we're so drunk and ready to turn up that we done <laughs> forgot. Or or I'm helping. I'm helping so so. Remember we ain't doing. We ain't cut the cake and y'all was doing that dollar dance. Right. That dollar dance can make y'all some money. Y'all still doing that. Right. Oh yeah yeah. You know. So you helping them get through mm-hmm. the day and night. And you tearing all that stuff down after partying with them, right? So when they drunk, you probably had some drinks too, right? I know, on. I know. You know, I, I, I've tamed it down. <laughs> I've tamed it down quite a bit. But I used to, if y'all was partying, damn it, I'm partying too. That's how it used to be for me. So <laughs> I've tamed it down though. From those of my younger, in my, in my late twenties, I guess I'd say. <laughs> but uh, definitely, man. Like, I think I think people just need to like, and that's just one part of it. Mm-hmm. That's just one part of just helping with a wedding or with an event in general. If you look at it from a club standpoint, or people, a lot of people don't know this. I had the opportunity to DJ on a cruise mm-hmm. just just past February, and you know I had to good have, time to be on a cruise. Man, good time was, to be away from Ohio. Uh, yo, <laughs> went to uh, Cosmo, Mexico. Went to where else did we go? What's the other place called? Uh, anyway, the other uh, B country. I can't think of it right now. <laughs> But anyway, went to uh, uh, Belize. Sorry, Belize. Ah. And uh, I didn't get out the boat. That was a little too far to ride for me. And that was my lazy day, so I was chilling. But I DJed two nights on a five-night cruise. And I couldn't always have Panda on deck. Mm. You know, I had to have J-Lo. I had to have Pitbull. I had to have some Top 40. I had to have, you know, some different, you know, people's vibe. And right. I had to pour some sugar on me. I had to mm. take them there a little bit. But, like, what I always say to DJs, man, as long as you stay ready... You don't have to get ready. Right. And you can't just stay ready by just downloading from live mixtapes. Or you can't just stay ready by getting on and getting the top 100 off of iTunes and just hoping you got everything you need. You know, like you have to really be able to rock every scenario to where you don't have to skip an opportunity mm-hmm. or do bad at an opportunity because you only got 40 songs to pick from. And you're trying to spend for the next two hours in this certain realm of music. Right. You know, if you got a lot of music in each genre, you can really rock any event. And I just think people don't realize that that's the side of it as far as the work you put in as a DJ, you know, the time spent. You, these songs just don't appear in the cloud for me to just have <laughs> on deck. Although there is a program that I just I introduced to with, I'll give y'all a little, Kev Nash gave y'all some insight to the radio <laughs> station. I'm going to give y'all some insight to this DJ game. I'm taking so, notes too. So, 
There's a uh, people know Serato is a usually it's a pretty wide used interface for DJs to DJ MP3s and make them scratch like records. Mm-hmm. Bottom line, there's a program now called Pulse Locker, which has teamed up with Serato. Pulse Locker is a search engine that you can use in Wi-Fi to basically search 44 million songs. Now. They're still, they just got this going. It's still like damn near beta version beta and version, still right. like a, they're giving you a, they gave like a two week trial to try it out. When I tell you the search is endless, like they had a lot of like stuff. You search, you type in Tupac, they got most everything. They got like, but there's a lot of duplicates. Mm. So that might be into their 44 million. I don't know. But basically you can, if, if you have Wi-Fi, you never have to miss a song. Bottom line, if someone searches for it and it's out on the internet, Pulse Locker probably has it. You got wow. a, you got a better chance than searching any iTunes or any other. Like the, this is your best shot to find it, you know. And so that just came out. So I've been messing with that. And the adult part of it is they have an offline store. So if okay. you if you go to it and you you find imaginary players clean that you might not have had you know old jay-z track right you can download it off of there and it'll stay in the offline folder to where you can play it at a set later without wi-fi okay so you can literally be at home and think i'm doing a so-and-so event let me make sure i got some of these artists and you can download all the stuff at home and if the club don't have wi-fi you can still be doing your set and you have the music there to play nice so groundbreaking stuff for djs Mm -hmm. and with that, with that being said, with the amount of music you have to keep up with, you know, like I download top 40 as much as I download hip hop, as much as I download country. I got a, a wedding I'm doing in a couple of weeks. That's my family. So mm-hmm. my mom's side of the family. Okay. So, you know, that's going to be 99% of the population in this wedding. <laughs> so they not, they might not want to hear Fetty Wap. They might not want to hear, you know, Drake. So you got to be ready to to rock those and as much as just as much as I would rock any other mm-hmm. event. And Especially think- nowadays with so much music that comes out. You know what I'm saying? Cause I mean, like what, Drake, use some six drops uh this Friday. But like just like two weeks ago, he dropped like four songs. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He dropped uh the one dance joint, dropped yep. the joint with uh Jay Z. I like that. I like that dance. Uh what's the da- um the first the one dance, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he dropped all that music, you know what I'm saying? And you got to get it right then and there. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You and it's to a point where you don't even, you can't even be like, man, do people like this or not? But you got to have it just in case they people do mess with. And that's it. And then so think, think about what you just said, and think about all the artists that I've done that to that only lasted like a Trinidad James. Mm-hmm. So back at that moment, I probably downloaded the whole mixtape. I probably downloaded all two or three mixtapes he put out. But I really only need gold all of my, just in case it's a drunk night and we reminiscent. Mm-hmm. So I only really need a dirty and a clean version of that mm-hmm. song. I don't need the other three albums that you, or mixtapes that you put out. So you do a lot of cleaning. Mm. You gotta go through your music and like. I sent you my my video when I when I finally did. Yeah, <laughs> did what you told me to do. You're like, man, get like, rid of it and like, put I'm, it back I'm, on there. I'm telling I was like, you, what? Man, I'm telling you, like the when I um went from DJing on a hard drive to putting everything in my iTunes, 
because of you know that cord being pulled up to the laptop, left room for somebody to something to happen, right. or the hard drive crash. Uh, my music is outside. I don't have nothing to get through tonight. Just what I've downloaded on my personal time. Mm-hmm. So I went to the whole iTunes thing to keep everything here, and then I back up everything to an external to where if something happens to my laptop. I could probably go rent something for a couple of dollars. That's rent a, you know, something to right. get through a gig on an emergency basis. But I had the music still on a hard drive. Mm-hmm. But the cleanup prior to, you don't want to just dump. I didn't need to dump over 12 copies of Gucci Mane. Go ahead. Like <laughs> I had to clean up a whole lot of music to make sure you only had a dirty, a clean and an instrumental a acapella. If you need it, maybe, you know, so however you like I'm more of a blend DJ, so mm. I look for intro, outro tracks. Right. Where they got the A bar intro, the A bar outro. Um, but you know, you so you so I might have the dirty and clean off of iTunes. I might have the intro outro dirty clean that I downloaded off of the search engine that I use. Right. So I might have the song already four or five times. Right. And it's like I don't need to keep the I shouldn't have got the iTunes one. You know, I should have just downloaded the you know, so <laughs> you do a lot of cleaning. A lot of cleaning up music just to make sure you're not burning space on your laptop. Yeah. So now that I got this this Cadillac now, you know, <laughs> still, I got the new boy. Yeah, I'm still deck. I'm still putting music on it, just but I'm taking my time with it. You know, right. If I got an event coming up, you know, I dump what I need to dump on there to get through it. But then I might spend two weeks going through that and deleting some stuff Ooh. off. Or so it's I mean you it's every day. It's not just showing up plug it in the, the computer and be like, I can do this. Right. Because a lot of people feel like they can DJ, and I'm not saying you can't. You might be talented enough to do so. But you might be able to rock therapy or rock the hip-hop night. Right. Can you go do a country wedding next week where I'm getting three times of what the club paid you, I promise. You know, so it's <laughs> like, well, what are you what are you doing it for? You know? Right. You reach a certain point, you know, I'm nowhere near some of the greats we got in the city, the Swifts and the Ron Hunters and the Skanos that's been doing this for 20 years. You know, I'm not there yet, but that'd be dope to be able to have this side hustle for that long. Mm-hmm, absolutely. I mean, if you, you might've had dreams of making it big, you might've had dreams of being like band camp. Band camp is everywhere Ooh. all over the world. And that's mm-hmm. dope that, you know, we got to experience band camp in the city. Absolutely. You know, people should re- respect that and cherish that. Like, me and Bandcamp have built a, a hey, what's up relationship, and we can comment on each other's stuff and dialogue. You know, we're not tight, like, close, but we speak to each other and holler each other. And, I mean, it's just dope to see just just the bounce from the Stolly stuff to the Pacer stuff to the now with the Omarion stuff. Like, obviously, he's Making doing moves. his thing. People ain't just picking him up because he's available. Right. It's a million DJs out there, I promise. Like, <laughs> like he's doing his thing. So that's dope. People should respect that. Respect. God, yeah. Let's let's <laughs> let's finish Gift up. That keeps on <laughs> let's finish up with that, please. Damn. <laughs> okay. So I guess I get up at six in the morning. You know what I'm saying? I usually uh jump in the car about seven. So I always catch the breakfast club. When they're doing the interview segment. Yeah. So that's when I, I tune in. Is that when it starts 7? Because yeah. I got my alarm set for the yeah, morning. Yes. Be be ready. Be prepared at be 7 Be listening o'clock, by 7. That's when, it's, that's when it's super going down. Is that on TV too? I, yes, I believe it. Yeah, I, I believe so. I, I believe so. Because I, I usually do catch the 7, 7.30 run on TV, and then I try to ride out to the rest. Yeah, man. So I'm in the car. You know what I'm saying? Mosey on to the station. 
And they're like, oh, Birdman coming out. I was like, oh, shit, Birdman going to be out there. I wonder what that's going to be about. I wonder if they're going <laughs> to ask him about how he's stiffing Wayne on his money, blah, 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 all that good stuff. Yeah. I was thinking it was going to be a dope interview. Like, Me too. Some stuff was going to come out. Oh, it was dope, all right. Oh, it was. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew? You Who can't knew? make this shit up. You can't make it up, man. So, you know, he gets into it with Charlamagne, Envy, Angela Lee, all three of them. And <laughs> <laughs> demands for his respect. <laughs> And the the interview was about two minutes, man. I'm laughing. I'm dying. So I get to a red light text wifey like, yo, turn on the Breakfast Club. Listen on the app. Because if you listen on the app, you're probably like five minutes behind. So she catches. She called me. She's laughing, crying. It's like, was he serious? I was like, yes. Oh, my goodness. I can't wait. It's like, yo, I got I to gotta go get that interview off the logger so we can play it back. <laughs> So I got to get to the station. I get it. I'm like, yo, so if you've been listening to I Want to Tune On all weekend, you probably heard that interview plugged in just out of <laughs> random. That that was my doing because yeah. it was hilarious. But I say probably by 9 o'clock, that's when the memes started coming Yo, down. and they haven't stopped. And they ain't going to stop. They Keep it going. Better. It's the new Jordan crying face, yo, man. It's, yeah, yeah. Jordan might get finally get laid to rest on that. <laughs> You might stop seeing the Jordan crying face for a minute. He's still going to be out there. Yeah. But you might get a little break from that because this guy came in there and it was so dope to me because now, 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 now I think I'm at work and <laughs> Facebook shares stuff just as fast as any other media outlet. Right. You know, somebody shared the video. Once they posted it, I guess somebody shared it. And I'm sure that was probably a couple hours or so mm -hmm. afterwards. And I saw people talking about it, but I wasn't really, you know, up to par yet. <laughs> and I, and with, the, with, with the Breakfast Club, I like to watch mm -hmm. if I had the opportunity to versus listen. So I watched the video, and I'm, like, watching this. And, like, he walks in there with the 10 goons. and So deep. It's and just all white. started right before. And they're like, hold on. Let's get this on tape. You know? Here, and, it'd be and, like, let's go. Yeah. Let's go. And, and just... <laughs> And just Charlemagne just throwing the jab with the did you do this to Ross and trick that like that to me was like I'm ultimate. pulling up on you, nigga. Yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> like that shit was so funny. <laughs> it made Birdman look dumb. Like that was just a bad bad decision all the way around. You might as well just stayed away and kept the kept the what if or us wondering. Yeah. Now it even shows like man, all these young thug rumors and all this you know whatever else you got going on in your life like. It makes it a little bit more like, yo, he in his feelings a little bit. Super in his feelings, man. Mm. You hear ye like, yo, what happened? I, I, I made notes for this. Well, I have all, all, my, all my notes. <laughs> <laughs> and you just see see the look on his face. And the funniest part to me, man, and even the respect, is when he sit down. I ain't going to talk about it no more. And plop down yeah. and cross his arms like a little kid, yeah. yo. <laughs> that to me, and if you watched the video yet, when they walking out, it was it must have been some some reps or somebody that was saying something to Charlemagne, and yeah. he was like, yeah, like wave his hand, like let him go, like get him just out, of out of here, yeah, like that was hilarious to me, just like on some, like Charlemagne really talk a lot of mess for a lot of people, but Charlemagne ain't scared of you, you know, was, right? Like, and it was, and he made a valid point, like why are you gonna try to come punk the radio guy, right? When like I started this. Like this has been around. Hey. He I mean, he had some jazz. He he was a he definitely kept the fuel going on a lot of man, this stuff. Uh, since we didn't have the Breakfast Club, man. Just, I, you can you people like talk about Charlemagne so much and like he be, you know what I'm saying, taking jabs with people, egging them on. But it's really envy. Listen to oh, listen to yeah. stuff that Envy say 
he is egging Charlemagne on the whole oh, time. Yeah. Oh, and like I, it really just caught my attention probably about two months ago. And it, it was just like, so, so what do he say, man? So what you think he said, Charlamagne? Yeah. So you can just hear him he gassing him up, cause, putting cause the battery he, in his he back. He knows Charlamagne got no filter. <laughs> yeah. And you hear, he know. and you just hear he like, oh, here they go again. <laughs> so man, I I love the show, man. I love the Breakfast Club, man. Yeah. Just because you know what I'm saying. They got you know what I'm saying. Stuff that pops on their show is always trending. Like on Monday, they had uh, Hillary Clinton on there, and everybody was talking about her and the hot sauce thing. Yeah. So it's you know. They had Kanye on when he wasn't rent like before he before Kanye went on Sway to do the house Sway he was at the Breakfast Club first and he got charged up there and then on well, Sway yeah. <laughs> he was pissed off going into Sway right so it's just like a continuous news cycle man so yeah. shout out to the Breakfast Club man they they're helping provide great content in the oh streets, yo man. I'm loving like at first I was a little I think it was just the shock factor of some of the language that slips through, yes. some of the topics that slip Bruh, through. Bro, who you telling? But now it's almost like, fuck it, this is for me, not for <laughs> y'all. For y'all. This, is, this is what I have for the morning. Like, like rest in peace to Doug Banks. You know, yes, when he, sir. When he, when Absolutely. He, when he was on, that was a certain morning vibe. When, mm-hmm. You know, the Tom Joyner, sometimes you want to get on that Tom Joyner vibe for a second. Like, it's a couple options in the city, but, you know, the Breakfast Club is right now in the middle of my life, like where I'm at, you know, so mid thirties, this is perfect for me. Like they so current in the morning, with, I'm the one going to work. I'm the one out here dropping the kids off. You know, like we the ones up grinding. So we need something for us too. Not absolutely. Everything man. don't have to be about, you know, Motown and that era <laughs> or, you know, all that jazz. So yeah, man, breakfast club is right in that pocket. I'm, a, man. I'm appreciating I, them in the city. I, I know a lot of people listen to the breakfast club and you now you said like language slips through, like, I don't even know how many times. Like, I used to try to catch it when Charlamagne would say nigga, like, every fifth word. Mm-hmm. Nah, I just was like, man, look, man, it ain't on me, dog. Right. <laughs> like, I can't catch them all. Right. <laughs> but, man, that show, man, and Birdman, thank you. Yes. I just want to say thank you. Thank because, you for the weekend of laughter. Dude, I know I go on the gram right now, it's going to be a new one. And that's oh. the great part about it, man. It just keeps on giving, yeah, man. Yeah, and it won't stop. It, this is going to be all week for sure. Oh, my goodness. I know my cousin had a couple going this morning, and it was just like, yo, if it's getting that deep, I need to keep up with this now. <laughs> like, that's where that's, I'm at. Like It's, it's it, only going to get worse, man. Because, they, you know, I mean, just the simple fact that he came in there and was mad. And before the interview even started, I'm going to tell y'all like this. All three of y'all, uh, and, and you know what I'm saying. The, it's the down south accent. It's the, it's that he was rapping Crips. Yeah. Now he rapping the Bloods. Is he ain't paying Lil Wayne? He kissed Lil Wayne on the mouth. He ain't paying Manny Fresh. He ain't paying Juvie. Bur- but he's still trying to be tough. He tough, and it's just like man, just- like <laughs> that. That was that could have been a dagger in his. It depends on how this goes. That's why. I'm like eager to set my alarm to get up in the morning. <laughs> like I'm, I want to be, I want to be listening to this live when this happens because I want to. You know they're gonna address it Monday morning. Oh, I can't. You know wait. it's gonna be the first topic they talk about. It has to be. If not, they're gonna save it for a moment when everybody listening. But that's usually in the beginning. Yeah. Anybody that follows radio, you know yeah. they they looking to write it. You know. From the beginning, that we want to see when. Seven o'clock hour, yeah, man. Be yeah. tuned in to the <laughs> Breakfast Club, man, because so. it's going down. 
But there it is, man. Another episode in the books, man. We appreciate y'all listening to us. Share it with your family and friends. You can't make this shit up. Kill a Kev. Kev Nash. You know how we do it, man. Come back next week, man. Listen to the podcast. Like you said before, man, great opportunity to listen to it while you at work, while you probably not working at all, <laughs> or uh, cutting the grass, or, you know what I'm saying, at the gym. Great way to start out the week, man. We appreciate you. Yeah, peace. Choo.